everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Tuesday. It's February 16th. It's 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, they are the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Make sure you guys give them a shout. They the comments, um, the section comment section of the podcast description will have uh, the link and everything that you guys can join. Get 100% deposit bonus up to $50 on your first deposit over there on Monkey Knife Fight. Um, joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Another week, another uh, slate of NBA games. I uh, If things don't turn my way, it's going to be a rough Monday, uh, but... But uh, I, you know, I've got some some things in the works. But excited to come on with you, man. Uh, looks like we got a bevy of injury news already. So uh, let's get this thing crack a lacking. Lot to talk about. Um, you ain't lying. Lot to talk about on this slate, and you know, it's it's fun. Um, I haven't played NBA in in a few days because of the Daytona 500 and the NASCAR stuff. So. I'm definitely excited to jump on with you, go over this slate, and get back on the NBA grind. Um, so let's get into it. We start with uh, we okay. So first of all, we're recording um, night before, like we always do. First look, like we always do. Um, but there's no totals or anything out yet, so um, we're kind of going blind as far as like that goes, and like that never that never hurts my feelings on first looks. Um, I want to I want to give like a first look of the game anyway, so like I'm not too worried about it. We get started with Denver at Boston, like you said, a lot of injury news that we're going to be looking at here on this slate. Uh, Barton's out, Dozier's out, Harris is out, Millsap's out, Morris is questionable. So right off the gate, um, and then on the Boston side of things, Smart is out, and Daniel Tice um, is questionable. Um, Will break down this this Denver news, man. Like we're we're looking at like Jamal Murray playing the whole um, 48 minutes in this game, right? <laughs> Man, if he doesn't play all 48, it's going to be close uh, at 7,200. I mean, he feels like a steal um, at this price. I mean, I think, I think everybody's going to be on Mark, Michael Porter Jr. And really they're going to have to play him too. He played 30 minutes against the Lakers the other day, shot three for 11, which was 27%, one of seven from three, which is 14%. Uh, had eight points, you know, three rebounds, one assist, two blocks, four personal fouls. Uh, just did not have a great outing. I mean, I – but if he's going to get 30 – I mean, it, the thing is, I think he gets 35 minutes in this spot. I mean, with, uh, you know, with Paul Millsap out. I mean, Michael Green's probably going to get more minutes. Uh, he could play 25 minutes here. So th- this team has got some immense value, but I think, you know – Bottom line is Jokic is going to be God called on to do everything or, or most things. So I, I like him as well. I think this is an easy spot for, for Jokic to get 60 as long as, you know, they can keep it competitive. And, you know, all that depth that we've talked about with Denver is, you know, they're about to get tested here with Murray, um, you know, Hampton, Compazzo, uh, Howard. These guys are going to probably play some minutes. Porter Jr., Michael Green, like they've still got an NBA squad, so I like them here. Yeah, like Compazzo um, and Hampton are, are super interesting for tournaments. If Morris gets ruled out, um, I think obviously we're going to be waiting to see kind of what the the Monte Morris news is. But listen, this is a spot that Jokic 
Porter Jr., Murray, they're going to play a ton of minutes if this game is competitive. Um, so you have to, in the DFS space, really like this. And then you have to like the value if Monte Morris is out just because, like, what, nine bodies, um, if that. So, you know, it, it's just one of those spots where I think, you know, you're going to see a ton of minutes kind of in this one. And, you know, this is a spot I think we're definitely going to be um, looking at. So, what do you like here on um, the Boston side of things? Yeah, I mean, I guess it feels like we should, you know, like some of these guys if, if we're going to play Denver. But uh, I think Brown at 78 still feels okay. Uh, Tatum at 87 still feels, you know, I guess just okay. Um, but I don't feel like they're must plays. Hopefully that makes sense for everyone. I don't think they're must plays. I think they're okay given the situation. Um you know, Tristan Thompson at 3,900, man, if you would have told me Tristan Thompson was going to be 3,900, you know, for parts of the season, man, I'd be extremely excited. If Daniel Tice is out, like, I think that'll make me uh, more excited about Tristan Thompson at 3,900 and and probably a little bit of Robert Williams as well. But I, I, I don't feel like anybody on Boston is a must play. I, I think they're fine plays, but not, not anyone I have to get into my lineups. I think the the thing that like makes them, you know, somewhat interesting here is just more of the fact that like these guys are out on the Denver side and people are going to be loading up on Denver when not running it back with Boston. And then like for GPPs, like I think that's what like makes Boston, you know, somewhat interesting in this spot. So, um, you know, what, what are your like right like that that's what we should be looking at if we're looking at boston like yeah none of them are like amazing but you know they're they're definitely in play yeah that's what i said i mean they're good plays don't feel like they're great i think i think the run back factor is what keeps these guys in contention um new orleans at memphis no injury report out for this game yet um you know obviously i think triple j melton these guys are going to probably be out bane um what are you looking at here on the new orleans side Honestly, you know, I I didn't think I was going to say this much, just much this year. He's not a guy that I've played a lot. And, and yeah, he may be priced up somewhat. I think Zion's in play today. I, I, I feel like the production is starting to get dialed up a little bit. Like I'm looking at this, this game log and I, I, I think a big I think a big game is coming. And yeah, he's hovering around 44 fantasy points, you know, most of the time 40. But I think he's a guy that that's a good tournament play today. Uh, you know, Eric Bledsoe at 5,200, uh, maybe like that's a strong maybe. But I don't think we'll need him today in terms of the value. Uh, I, I think it's probably Zion or, or Buss for me with with. Uh, with New Orleans. I mean, I love Brandon Ingram as a, as a player, but from a fantasy perspective, he's had two big games too. Uh, but I think I prefer Zion. I do feel like Zion has a little bit more upside currently. Yeah. Like obviously Ingram can have big games. So like if you're an MME type of player, um, it, it's hard not to just say like, you know, I'll, I'll have some exposure to him, but overall I'm with you. Um, I think like, Zion over Ingram um, is how I would kind of approach this. And, you know, I think like if you're playing large field tournaments, if you're playing a bunch of teams, I always think that like Lonzo is a guy that like you're potentially looking at um, just for, you know, GPPs as far as like that goes. Uh, What do you like here on the Memphis side of things? 
Yep, and um, I mean, can can I keep playing Valanciunas? Like, you know, uh, with with uh, Mr. Clark back, I, I want to see if he's going to maybe get some minutes. You know, Clark was back the other day, played 22 minutes, and JV did kind of take a dip, uh, but they were kind of winning that game handily, I think, so uh, not really too worried about it. Kyle Anderson has, you know, become kind of a fantasy stud here. He's been really been putting on some – really good fantasy performances, but I think the price has caught up with him on, uh, on DK for sure. Now, you know, and fan do in this particular case. So I don't feel like he's, he's someone I'm going to have to play here. Uh, job man at 75. I know, I know we're waiting on these, one of these big games and ironically he got over 40 against the Lakers was right back down to 31 against Sacramento. But like I said, I think they were winning that game pretty handily you know, in the third and going into the fourth quarter. But I think we see if we can get John, you know, mid thirties range, if a game is competitive, he's going to get there. And so I'm hoping that this is one of those games where it stays competitive. And I think we'll see him push 35 minutes. So he's for sure going to be someone I've got interest in. Yeah. Like, so the thing, listen, Morant's going to go off because I'm about to say that I'm not going to play him today. And I have a lot whoa. more interest in like, whoa, Steve, you don't do it, man. Listen, I know he, he, like, he's shooting 38% from the field the past couple of games. Like he's taking almost 20 shots. The shot attempts are there. Uh, I mean, he, I mean he, look, he's been in the mid thirties and listen, listen to this, Steve. I'm, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. L- listen to these games since the 6th of February. Five for 14, 35%. Five for 17, 29%. Six for 14, 42%. Seven for 18, 38. And seven for 18, 38. And this is the same situation Kelly Oubre was in earlier this year. Remember, we said all he has to do is start knocking down shots and he's going to start crushing. And that's what happened. Uh, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to talk you back off the ledge to stay on board with uh, John Moran. If, if he gets to 50% shooting in any of these games, He's he's going to be pushing 40, 40 plus fantasy points. All right, I've stayed, I've made my case. <laughs> like the double double upside there is there as well. Like <laughs> I, I hear you, man. It's just uh like how, at what point do we just give up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> at what point do we just give up? Um, oh gosh, I get it, man. I, I so get it. Um, so yeah, man, I think Valentinus is a guy that, you know, you can definitely continue to play. His price is catching up a little bit, but this is a guy that, that he played 26 minutes the other night and crushed. Like if he can, if he can get a competitive game, which this game should be pretty competitive. Um, you know, he should be a guy that just, you know, continues to crush, um, just so many injuries right now. Uh, Toronto at Milwaukee, no total in this game. Um, Drew is out and OG is questionable. Let's start with Toronto. Uh, what do we like here for the Raptors? Uh, I would like for Andre Drummond to go to the Raptors so they can free Chris Boucher and maybe he goes. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think this is a, this is an okay game for, for them, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if they're going to keep this game competitive enough to stay in it, they haven't been playing great uh, for most of the year, most of the year, you know, they have some games. Um, I, I, I just think everybody's kind of priced appropriately. Like I always think you can play Kyle Lowry when he's in this low seven K range, like, you know, so I think he's in play. 
um, you know, Chris Boucher, like, see, here's the thing, minutes were back down to, you know, 18 minutes in a Minnesota game. So I don't, I, now, now he's 6,600 and you don't know what they're going to do. Um, I think he's just going to be a tournament flyer every game pretty much because you have no clue how they're going to handle it. Van Vliet at 82, don't really like that price in this spot. I think it's just Kyle Lowry for me. Yeah, and, like, we, we're going to have a lot of guards to play on this slate too um, that are going to be available. You know, we're going to get into some games where we're going to like some guards um, coming up. So I don't love Lowry. Um, I, I like the price, and I completely understand what you're saying. And, you know, you look at the last three games, over 35 fantasy points. 35 fantasy points at 7,500 is not – 7,400 is not going to kill you. Um, played 37 minutes, put up 34 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. So – He's he he's a guy that like always oh, not going to kill me, but does he have the ceiling to win me a tournament on a six game slate? And I think that is always what you're wondering about, like Kyle Lowry, like once a month. Are you gonna are you gonna strike gold this 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 for his once a month? <laughs> um, I mean, he, he, he could get. The, well, the thing for me is Drew isn't playing. Like if Drew was playing, Kyle Lowry would just be off the list pretty much. But you know, with Drew still being out, I, I don't mind taking a shot at him here. I mean, if he gets to forty five. Like, he could definitely help you win a tournament if he hits 45 fantasy points, which he is capable of. But you are going to get it, like, you know, two or three times a month, not, like, every time. Um, Let's talk the Bucks here. You know, you already kind of mentioned Drew's out. Um, like, Middleton's 8K. You know, this is a guy that we've talked about a lot, you know, with Drew out. In the last couple of games, he hasn't been handling the ball as much um for this team like we've seen um divincenzo handling the ball a little bit more and like even like brian forbes and old man dj augustine um what are we looking at here <laughs> what are we looking at here with the bucks it's probably just Giannis and middleton i think i think uh I, and I'm, I'm not a hedge type guy, right? That's not what I'm saying. I think you can play Giannis and Middleton. And I think even if this game blows out, they could still get there. But we've talked about this on the, on the pod, I think, you know, several times. If you feel like the game is going to blow out, then, you know, Bobby Portis is always your guy. Like when he gets 20 something minutes, Stevie, we've seen it. The guy just goes nuts. Uh, you know, we saw it in OKC. And, and in fact, that was actually a tight game. He played 28 minutes, put up 35 fantasy points. Like he gets 25 minutes, Stevie. I mean, we're, we've pretty much struck goal. I like Bobby Portis today at 5,100. All right. Listen, I, I can get behind Bobby Portis. He's always a guy that I like to play. And like Toronto is going to play Boucher and these guys. So like, you know, Portis is always a guy that can be used in minutes where like teams are play a little bit bigger. So I can get behind that. Will there we go. I didn't think I was going to like anybody from Milwaukee, but you talked <laughs> me on to it. So when they, when they stink, I'll text you and tell you how much they stink. Um, LA at Minnesota taking on the Timberwolves here. Um, so we know Anthony Davis is out. We know D'Angelo Russell's out. We know Culver's Ooh. out. Um, Anthony Davis, man, this is big news. Like two to three weeks before they're going to even reevaluate him. And, um, and they need to, Steve. If they got any kind of title hopes, Look, LeBron can get them through, you know, LeBron can keep this team afloat at probably 500. And he comes back if he's fully healthy, like they can probably still make some noise in the playoffs. Like I, this is probably the best thing for them to do. If, in my opinion, just hold him out and quit running him out. Um, so let's start with the Lakers, man. Like 
we can look at all the stats, right? Like we all can pull up court IQ and we can look at, you know, Anthony Davis off the floor and, you know, all be on like the same page as far as like that goes. But will the thing that's interesting to me here is like, all right, now we're going to have an extended period of time that he's going to be out. So are we going to see them like switch up a rotation or two or not? Like, I think that is what we're going to have to be paying attention to because like we know Harold bump Kuzma bump um, Morris potentially a bump just in general with Davis out. So tell me what you're thinking here um, when it comes to the Lakers, like Kyle Kuzma, like he started the second half when um, Anthony Davis left the game against uh, was it Phoenix the other night? So what are we looking at here when it comes to the Lakers? Well, what I'm looking at is, man, these guys are priced appropriately. And I mean, I do no feel doubt. Like I can... Great job. Like, no I... doubt. You, I should have started with that. Great job. Like, yeah, I do feel like I can get still get behind Dennis Schroeder. I know the fantasy production has been feels like it's been awful. Right. But look, man, at 5,900, I'm still willing to take a shot on him. Uh, KCP. I, I don't mind KCP in this spot. Let me say why I'm bringing up some of these random names, Stevie. Minnesota's defense is terrible, terrible. Like they, they're awful. But even though this defense is awful, taking away one of your primary guys in, in AD, we've seen LeBron play without AD for a season, Stevie. And believe it or not, the team was pretty similar. Like they had, uh, they had JaVale McGee, I think at that time, they still had Kuzma. Um, they, they didn't have Schroeder, obviously. Um, I, th- I think Lou Wilma, no, was he there for the, no, 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 I don't, I don't think Lou was, was there, but either way, we've seen the Lakers play without AD, and if you look at these games without AD, the Lakers have been in what I would consider to be pretty competitive matchups, like not blowing teams out like they were at the beginning of the season, so I, obviously LeBron James is number one, and while Kyle Kuzma is 7K, I, I think I still like him in this matchup against Minnesota, because I know that the production is going to be there with ease for this team. Yeah, like, man, I know Kuzma is a guy like it's sticker shock, right? 7K. But we've seen this guy go for 40 plus fantasy points when OAD. We know how much LeBron likes Kyle Kuzma um, just in general, like double, double upside. Like this is a guy that's going to go out and get you rebounds. It's Minnesota. Like you've already mentioned, I, I like the guy that I feel like is super interesting for tournaments and like he's going to need to play a bigger role in this I offense know, now. I know where you're going. It's Dennis Schroeder, right? You thought I was oh. going to go KCP, but no, it's I Dennis. I thought you were going THT. Oh, gosh. Tucker Horton. Um, he Horton played 25 Tucker. minutes against Denver. I mean, I know they were kind of getting blown out, but. I, I, uh... Like, I'm going to need to see him do 25 minutes in a close game. Now, I'm not ruling him out. Um, but I, I, I'm going to need to see him play 25 minutes in a close game. I think Markeith is going to be a guy, but I really think Dennis Schroeder's role over the next couple weeks with AD, like officially out, like this isn't like, oh, he's questionable. Yeah. This yeah. is we're, we're practicing with AD off the floor and we know he's going to be out for two to three weeks, at least, at least. Yeah. So I think Dennis Schroeder is a guy that like, he he can ball and we know he can ball and it's like, all right, I think he's a guy like if you're looking at like large field tournaments and stuff that let's jump ahead of it. Let's jump ahead of it. It's Minnesota. Like, okay, yeah, we can talk Kuzma. We can talk LeBron, 
But Dennis Schroeder, 5,900, like, let's talk Dennis Schroeder a little bit because I don't think a lot of people are going to be talking about him as much as they should be. Like, 22% usage with AD off the floor, 30 fantasy points per 36. Like, we could see a bump now. Like, a lot of this time is like, all right, like I said, a lot of this time is like, all right, AD is questionable. We don't know. Like, we know he's out. We know he's out for two to three weeks at least. So, Dennis Schroeder is a guy that I think is super interesting in this game. This game stays competitive. I, I, you know, I think Lakers games are going to be competitive for the next few weeks. Like this LeBron is great and he's one of the best all time. You can argue it however you want to argue it. He is one of the best. Nobody can deny that. Um, but these games are going to be a lot closer moving forward. Stevie LeBron is also 36 years old. Takes care of his body. Don't get me wrong, but Got, got a lot of wear and tear on the tires. Has been to the finals probably more than any other player in the past 15 years, I would say. Um, I, I'm with you, man. LeBron's going to crush, but he, he LeBron may have to sit some games because he, he's going to be getting used through the roof. Sorry to interrupt again. I know we got to talk. Hey, you're time. good, buddy. Don't say sorry to me. Like, we're on the same page. This is we're we're looking at this as like a first look because like this is a huge part of not only this slate but this is a huge part over the next few weeks to kind of figure the lakers out and like you got to shop right like you got to be looking at all right is this is this like one of those spots where he's cheap on yahoo and they haven't caught up is he cheap on fandle they haven't caught up is he cheap on anywhere like is he 2x on super draft like you know you got to be paying attention to that yeah for sure. If you're in a if you're in a state that you can bet, you got to be looking at like even stuff along those lines. Like it, you know, look yes. at that. So, you know, what are the props for the Lakers tomorrow? Are they high enough? You know, look at player <laughs> props tomorrow. They're, they've probably already been adjusted. You know that, but uh... but are they enough? Like, are yeah, they going to yeah, yeah. get? Is you. Kyle Kuzma like Kyle Kuzma on the season? This guy is averaging six rebounds. If his props like six and a half or seven, seven and a half, like you take, you take the over. Yeah, you're taking the over. It's Minnesota, and this guy's already shown that like he's gonna get an uptick in rebounds with AD off the floor. So look at props tomorrow too. Uh, hey, there's another team in this game. What are we looking at here with Minnesota? Man, listen, I've been waiting to play Carl Anthony Towns for a while. This price on Carl Anthony Towns, people, 9,300 on DK, 9,500 on FanDuel, a game that actually should be competitive for them. The minutes are there, 34, 31, 32, 33. Look, man, I, I, I like Carl Anthony Towns today, one of my favorite centers on the slate. Uh, I will have massive investment exposure to Carl Anthony Towns. And look, I love Jokic today. Don't get me wrong. I think, I, I think Jokic could easily get to a 60. I think Carl Anthony Towns can do the same in a competitive matchup with the Lakers at this price. I mean, we, we, we're used to paying, you know, 10K for, for a cat, 10-1, 10-2, 10-5 in some spots. Cat is down to 9,300. I know he's been out, so I totally get it. But he, he's one of my favorite tournament plays of the day, man, period. And he should be. Um, Russell's already ruled out. Like, we, we kind of already know where the production's going to be here. Carl Anthony Towns, like – he came back and he just, you know, started to play 30 minutes and it's not going down 31, 32, 33 close competitive game, maybe 34, 35 here, 9,300. The ceiling is there for Carl Anthony Towns, no Anthony Davis. Um, this is going to be a tough, you know, kind of, you know, matchup in general uh, for the Lakers with Carl Anthony Towns here. So, and then like Malik Beasley has been playing great 
you know, with D'Angelo Russell off. So I think like if you want to take some shots on him, probably don't. I don't know if I'd play like him and Carl Anthony Towns together. I don't know if they both can have stealing games um, in the same game. So I think I would kind of limit playing those guys together. I wouldn't go too crazy with that one. Um, you know, McLaughlin, these guys aren't, they're just not playing enough minutes. And, and we, we have like, there's so much potential value in that like Denver game. We're about to get to Portland where half the team is out in that game. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of value. Okay. See, we're waiting on like the injury news for that game. There could be 15 injuries in that game. Um, so moving on. <laughs> Well, we got Portland and at OKC and like the injury report. I, had, I just hadn't refreshed it. So the, the injury report's out for this game. Zach yeah, Collins yeah, yeah. is out. Harry Giles is out. Rodney Hood is out. McCollum's out. Nurkic is out. And then on the Oklahoma City side, we know Reese is out. SGA is out. Josh Hall is out. George Hill is out. Malden is out. And Ty Jerome is out. So you're, you're looking at two teams probably playing eight to ten guys. Um, so there's a plenty of value in this game. It's, it's going to be ugly, but it's probably going to be somewhat competitive um let's start with portland you know obviously got dame and, and like dame you know he's a usage monster with mccollum off the floor um over 47 fantasy points in five of his last six games like what are we looking at here for portland well i, I like robert covington today I can, I can tell you that uh you know roco is back to playing big minutes and i know we've saw we've seen you know some games where he hasn't quite gotten there but if you look at these games where he's played 30 minutes recently, Stevie, most of them have been over well over 30 fantasy points when he's played, you know, when he's played those minutes. So Rocco is a guy that I really like, um, you know, Enos Cantor at 7K. I mean, I, I think it's just okay. Like, I don't feel like he's a guy that I have to play. He's definitely, I think, you know, on the list. I wish Carmelo Anthony was playing 30 minutes consistently, uh, but, you know, it's kind of, he's kind of playing more in the 20 minute range. So, I don't feel like I have to have him, but Dame and uh, and Rocco, like th- those are my two favorites from Portland for sure. Yeah, like yeah, those two, those are the two guys. I think Gary Trent when he's shooting the ball well at fifty seven hundred, like he has a little upside at that price. Um, but like we've seen nights that like he he shoots lights out, puts up twenty five actual points, and just doesn't do anything else. Like and, and like that's one of the reasons that we like Covington. Um, if you guys didn't know who Rocco was, um, it's Robert Covington, just so you guys know, <laughs> good old, good old Bob Covington. Um, like he's a guy that like he he's involved in defense. So like, he's a guy that can get you some steals. He can get some rebounds. Um, and then he's going to score some too. So yeah, I, I you know, it, it's a, it's a worn down OKC team. So really like, you're not going to talk me off of anybody here on the Portland side of things. Um, you know, if the game's competitive, Mello might get minutes, and he's 5,400. He's cheap. Um, so, yeah, a lot of different ways you can kind of approach this spot uh, with Giles and Hood out. And, like, even Derek Jones Jr. is somewhat interesting at 3,700 because he's going to play minutes here. Um, OKC, no SGA. We, we kind of know what we're doing here. This is, like, this is like the fourth or fifth game that these guys have been out. Check this out. What if I told you the best play from OKC is actually Al Horford? Steve, I caught, a, it. I, I caught a stat, and I've been playing Al Horford ever since I caught this stat. And I thought it was – I thought my, my eyes were playing tricks on me, but in fact, they were not. The fantasy production has been there. 
Al Horford is averaging 1.65 fantasy points per minute with all these guys off the court. And then you go and look at the fantasy production, and it's there pretty much every game it's competitive. I mean, 40s, 50s. I think he put up a 60 one of these games. It's been insane. Al Horford is actually one of the best plays on the slate. Not only that, Stevie, he's going to be playing one of the worst defenses on the slate today. Portland is awful, okay? So Horford's in play. I think on, on DraftKings, OKC is the team, especially when I know a lot of people are going to be gravitating towards Denver value because it's like one of the first games. And I do think the Denver value is going to be okay. Don't get me wrong. But I think OKC may be, have even better value. Yeah, Diallo 6,700. I think you need to play him today. Yeah, Lou Dort is 5,400. I think you need to play him today. We've got Josh Jackson at 4,700. You probably need to look at him. You got Kenrich Williams at 53. You, you need to look at him. And, they, and they've got limited bodies as well. And then you look at these performances, Stevie, and what's happening is they're all kind of getting there, right? Lou Dort put up 30-plus fantasy points. Josh Jackson put up 30-plus fantasy points in the last game. Al Horford put up 43 fantasy points. This was against Milwaukee, and I think they won the game. This is, I mean, OKC is playing about as good as any team can play with limited bodies. This is actually one of my favorite teams on the slate today, period. It's, it's the Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, I, I didn't expect that to be the case until I pulled up the slate. You never go into a, a slate, um, oh, I'm going to love this team. So, especially with all those guys out. So, um yeah, it'd be interesting. So, man, like, I don't really have a lot to add here. Um, I love the Horford call. Diallo's been playing point guard, like, for yeah, this Diallo's team. 6K on FanDuel, by the way. 6K. Well, I, I, I wish we were still doing bold calls, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Diallo puts up 40 today. That's my bold call of the day. 40 fantasy points, that is. <laughs> Who can argue that? Um <laughs> We finish it out with Brooklyn at Phoenix. Uh, it's a back-to-back for Brooklyn. And then on the Phoenix side, um, I think the only guy, like Jalen Smith is with the G League. So, uh, you know, Brooklyn, it, like I said, it's a back-to-back. Um, we already know Kevin Durant's not going to play for this game. Um, he was ruled out for Monday and Tuesday. I'm guessing we'll see Kyrie and Harden play both games on the back-to-back. I don't think it's too crazy to kind of assume that like they've already, they've played back-to-backs recently. Both of these guys played. Um, So I would assume both these guys play here. Uh, What are we looking at here on the Brooklyn side of things? Well, I think, you know, you've kind of got to determine, you know, if you want to play Harden or Kyrie, Kyrie's actually very affordable on, on DK at 9,100. FanDuel, Stevie, has actually priced him up. He's 9,900 there, and Harden's 11K. So I think they're already getting ready because, you know, just like them, Kevin Durant's going to be out a little while. So I think they've go, gone ahead and tried to make the adjustment. Uh, I, I think either one of these guys is going to be fine, but I, I really like this price on Kyrie. I don't think he's a must play, but at 9,100, I think this is fantastic for a guy that is capable of hitting a, a ceiling of 60+. plus. Uh, same thing for Harden at 10-8. I, I do think Harden's probably going to be uh, the biggest spend up uh, on the slate for me. Like I said, I do like Jokic, uh, but, you know, Harden's kind of in the same spot. With all the value, you may be able to get them both. Um, but, you know, we'll just kind of have to, have to see how the uh, rest of the slate unfolds. And outside of that, I don't really want to play anybody else from Brooklyn. Those are the two guys, you know, no, no need to really look at anyone else. Yeah, like <laughs> – Brooklyn's been that way, right? Like you're, you, 
These are the only two guys you can trust. And like Phoenix is playing great basketball right now. I think they're five and over the last five games, and they're like second in they're well, second in like net rating and stuff. They've been they've been playing like fantastic, like offensive and defensive basketball. So um so yeah, I, I think like overall Harden, Kyrie, Kyrie more than Harden just because of price, but no Durant, like it's two studs instead of three. Um, and, and like, there's enough usage to go around where both these guys can kind of get there. Value wise, I think I'm with you. Um, I don't think like, you know, Bruce Brown, he's like iffy. Joe Harris with like Durant out. I, I don't think Joe Harris is cheap enough. And then like Jeff Green, like we're not playing Jeff Green. Um, let's go to the Phoenix side of things. Will, uh, what do you like here for Phoenix? Man, listen, Chris Paul is going back to the fountain of youth or something. Like, he's been playing fantastic. You know, kind of at the beginning of the year, it felt like you kind of had to go one or the other, Paul or Booker. Like, it didn't feel like it could be both. Chris Paul has been playing fantastic. Like, when he gets 30-plus minutes, it's been insane. So, uh, he, he's going to be a favorite of mine on this slate as well. Can't play everybody. For a, you know, for a six-game slate, man, there's a lot of plays today. Uh, Devin Booker at 83. I feel like I can pass at that price. Most slates, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to necessarily pass on that price against Brooklyn. Now, you know, at 8300, he doesn't seem as likely to make my lit, my player pool as most players. But you know, when when you're kind of looking at the Brooklyn Nets, sometimes you just have to overpay for these guys. And then it, when he hits that 50 point ceiling, just thank us later. And of course, as much as I don't like DeAndre Ayton on most slates, come on, man, 7100 playing against Brooklyn. He is absolutely in play today. Absolutely. Just follow the rule. Whoever in the center is playing Brooklyn on the slate. Like, and not only that, you get Brooklyn on a back to back and like Jeff green plays a lot of five. Like, I don't know, man, it's, it's hard. (laughs) Um, It's hard not to like the spot. Um, Yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. Let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. Uh, favorite play under 5k to go 7x uh, who do you like here man listen there are a lot of guys today seriously uh but let's see oh wait a minute oh my favorite let's go let's go uh josh jackson from okc 4700 yeah i like that one um, I think, I think this guy plays 30 minutes. So I think like the upside is there. I'm going to go Derek Jones jr. Um, yeah, in that like same it. game, I mean, he can easily stand on the side of the court and get five fantasy points too. So, but at 3,700, if he can get you like 21 to 25, you're, you're really solid at that price. Um, Let's go to the bust of the day. Who who don't you like over 8K on the slate? Not a lot of guys, really, but I think I'm just going to side with Brandon Ingram at 8,400. He seems the most likely to bust. Um, Yeah, I like that one. Kind of took my guy. Um, Man, I want to play all these guys outside of Giannis. And, and, it, and it like and it has nothing to do in general with Giannis here. It's more of just like hard and no Kevin Durant. 
Jokic, no half of the team. LeBron, no Anthony Davis. <laughs> Lillard against OKC at you know thirteen hundred dollars cheaper than Giannis. Carl Anthony Towns against a non-Anthony Davis. Like that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, like Anthony Davis, sure, great play or Giannis. Sorry, um, you know over sixty-five fantasy points in you know three straight games. But like he's like like the least likely guy I'm gonna end up on this slate. Yeah. Um, favorite 6X play. Who do you like here? Look, man, there are a lot of guys that I like today. And, uh, you know, but this is going to be a guy uh, that I talked about. Like him a whole lot more on – well, I actually like him on both sides. I'm going Al Horford, man. I, I just – this 1.65 fantasy points per minute with no SGA and, and the other guys out, man. It, it seems real to me. The production's there. Love Al Horford today. I like it, man. Um, I like it. I'm gonna go DeAndre Ayton. Like uh, two centers here. Oh man! Like it's just like there's so much meat left on the bone for yes. Ayton here. Like he's eating a tomahawk steak in this match. Like this is the matchup for Ayton. If he doesn't go off in this spot, like he's just not gonna go off this year. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I don't know how weird it's going to be at the end of it all, but I'm going to stay in that same game. There's a theme here. Give me Hamadou Diallo, man. I, I got a feeling he doesn't go that high on today with all the other value we're going to get. He is going to be a staple in my lineups. Hamadou Diallo. In fact, I think I've given you three guys from the Thunder. I think you see where my, my bill's going on this slate. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything from anyone. No, I like it. Um, you know... I don't know how popular this guy is going to be or not. And he, I don't know if I even want to go there. I'm going to go with RJ Hampton. Um, oh man, that's clean, Stevie. I like it. I like I it. I just don't like, is he going to be popular? If, if Morris is out, he's got, he's already playing in the twenties anyway. I think if, with, if Morris is out, Steve, he probably plays 28 minutes again. My goodness. I love it. Give me, give me Campanzo or Hampton. Like I'll take either one of those guys if Morris gets ruled out. So yeah. Um, game select. We're not going to do favor over against the spread. We don't have any lines out. So game selection. Anything standing out to you on Fanduel or DraftKings today? Um, look, man. Well, you weren't on yesterday, so we got to cover it today. Look, this Fanduel same Grinchy series is still going, folks. Hundred dollar. Uh, entry this week uh, looks like you're going to have to compete against a little over a thousand entries just fantastic top of the price today I think was 15k 100k tournament you know not quite 10% of the prize pool but listen the, the, this contest structure is still fantastic and if you have the highest score at the end of the week you get a chance to compete against I think it's five others in the single entry championship and uh, I think think the I can't remember what the top prize is, is it 10k can't remember but either way uh, you, you'll have a shot at some some nice money with a very limited pool. Uh, hop one in there, folks, if you can. This is the juicy price range too. This is the this is yes. the price range. Yes. I hate that I miss Mondays. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, I'm a day behind. <laughs> um, I'm a day behind. But yeah, I think that this is the price range I love. I'm gonna go a little bit further down on DraftKings today. I'm gonna go to the forty dollar mid range jumper. We talk about this tournament all the time. Um, pays twenty five percent of the field. It's a great bankroll building uh, single entry tournament. So 
if you are trying to build a bankroll and stuff, I think this is a great tournament um, to learn single entry, to how approach it, and you know build your bankroll in the same way. So um, that's it, Will. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? I am good to go, my brother. Good to go, man. Happy to uh, come on a show with you and hang out a little bit. I mean, we get a few days in a row. Um, me and you'll be working together a bunch this week. So yeah, we, guys, we get a, a trifecta. They're gonna <laughs> they're straight. They're gonna get they're gonna get sick of hearing us here. So, um, but that's gonna wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back. Will and I will be back Wednesday. Um, that's it. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.